All right, let's get let's get off the pre-production bullshit and let's get actually onto the talk. So, okay. happy new year, guys! Happy new year! Happy new year! Happy, happy 2020! Happy new decade! Yeah. Hope the last uh, decade was as amazing as you guys wanted, and you know, and hopefully you got as much out of it as possible. We graduated university, and it was, it was a big, big decade. So. Yeah, high school, great school, actually. <laughs> no. All right, fuck, I didn't know you were that young. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's not actually that young. <laughs> All right, yeah, but uh, holy shit, 2020. Um, and with that, I wanted to change it up for this one a little bit. Uh, I know we haven't done many for the last month and a half or so because it's Christmas, and I frankly didn't give a shit. The Raptors were injured and it wasn't really great content to talk about it was going to be the same thing over and over again so we had a couple of fun wins but we'll dedicate that to another raptors pod but what i wanted to do was i have these two film nerds on my uh uh, friends of mine who love talking about films and oscars um as per usual decided to drop some names and uh as per traditional oscars uh season nomination season they wanted to stir up some Twitter converse, converse, conversations, and I think they did that again with some questionable choices. And um, you know, the Twitter hot oh, takes. Wait, wait, wait. What is that? It's questionable choices. We'll get to it. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, okay. Introduction. Hey, okay, English teacher taught you introduction. We get into the meat of things and then do conclusion. So let me do the introduction first. All right, all right, all right. Um, so yeah, so we had some Twitter controversies of uh, what people liked and what didn't like, and uh, I, I want to give a little PSA out of the way. Anybody who actually puts a lot of weight into this stuff for historical context or whatever, just stop, guys. You're in 2019. This is, or sorry, 2020. You're in an age of Netflix, Crave, uh, what, what else am I, a Prime Amazon. Video, Amazon, like 20,000 different, any legitimate kind of obscure weird niche you like like think about it i don't know dogs from outer space who end up meeting gorillas from what's the, what's the what's the movie ad astra with a random gorilla just comes out of nowhere you can watch that shit you can pay for it you can watch that shit you can enjoy it and you can go for hours upon hours upon days upon days i just marathoned boy meets world because we randomly got um what's that disney plus and it was great that show's freaking amazing yeah. And you can do that. Every one of you can do that. So I want to preface this whole thing we're about to do, which is kind of hypocritical if you think about it, but we're going to do it anyways because the whole thing is going to be Oscar kind of related and movie specifically. But do that shit. Don't put a lot of weight into this when you're viewing it. But for the sake of this conversation, please put some weight into it. So I literally will not watch a movie and not put any weight into it. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, so you're, you're, are you going to be one of those like, oh, shit, this this movie, Oscar, eh, all right, I'm, I'm done with it. That kind of thing? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, for the jokes, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so just just remember that. If you're watching it, if it's not on the Oscars list, fuck it. Watch it 20 more times because you fucking enjoy it. That's what it's supposed okay. to be. But the Oscars do say, now this is totally something that is of opinion because all art and movies are art are of opinion, your own opinion. But the Oscars kind of say like, hey, this is the best movie that there was this year when like, that's not necessarily true, you know? So it's kind of like annoying. It's like, sure, we should all just like, like what we like, watch what we watch. But then like a movie like Green Book who won last year gets to be like, this was the best movie, you know? 
I had a whole rant about this with like how the zeitgeist. Oh, fuck, I hate that word, but like how people we as a generation have gone to this thing where we need to validate ourselves in some sort of way through something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it needs to be. I'm doing this because it it's because somebody told me or something told me to do so. You don't need it. Do some. Do something, and it's like all this Tony Robbins, all this fucking self help shit that you see in the world. Is it? Is not his name? It is his name. Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins. Um, fucking self help. Some bodybuilder on fucking Instagram is telling you to live your life. Girl going to the gym, making her ass big just for the sake of likes and uh, getting sponsorship bullshit, and getting flown out to Dubai for uh, uh, to get peed on is uh, getting paid hundreds of thousand dollars and saying, "Hey, live your true life, live the best you can live, and do all this bullshit." Everyone's fucking confused. Oh, wh- where do I get my validation? You don't need fucking validation, and especially when you're sitting at home in your goddamn pajamas, hopefully in your goddamn boxers. Enjoying your evening, get a bottle of whiskey, scotch, whatever vice you need, chill out, watch whatever the fuck you want. Don't look at, at least for movies where you're supposed to just relax, enjoy. Exa- this is, and especially with like, again, same thing with streaming. This is the best time to fucking enjoy content. You get exactly what you want and whenever you want. You go on YouTube. I've been watching the same goddamn music videos for the last like three months. I, went, I, was, I, was, I was on a trip. A couple, I was on a, 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 a drug-induced trip. I won't say what substance. It wasn't anything bad, I promise. <laughs> Hangover part four. A drug-induced trip? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what substance? So I, won't, I won't. It's not like cocaine or something crazy. It, it's, it's something mellow. <laughs> Sounds like it is. Shut up. It wasn't. No, um, it was. It, it was. Actually, uh, employment, I don't want to fucking do it. But uh, maybe if we make it big, uh, I can start getting a little bit looser. But... Um, yeah, so it's like I got into like some loop of uh, Major Laser, which I lo- I love Major Laser. I got into this loop of them, and then ever since then I've been just getting the same exact fucking songs on a loop over and over again. And goddamn it, you know what? Every single time I go on YouTube, I watch whatever I'm there to watch, and I go into this loop for like an hour. I'm just watching the same ma- or listening to the same Major Laser songs. So you know what? You can do that shit now. And I am. I tell everyone, I'm telling you, please, if you got to make one, like, a, a New Year uh, resolution or whatever for this year, for this month, for decade, do that. Is enjoy your fucking life without seeking dumbass validations from dumbass people who have no idea what the fuck they're doing. This is, okay, sorry, I'm going to, we're going to continue with this, and this is the other thing. None of us know what the fuck we're doing in this life. We're just going through day by day, month by month, hoping that we have some idea where the pathway. Some people just have more confidence in their path, and some don't. But we don't have any idea where the fuck we're going. I don't know about you guys. I'm just thinking this is my perspective. We're going a little bit too deep, I guess. But why do we do this to our fucking selves, man? And people wonder why we're so depressed. And there's more reasons to that. I'm on one today, but yeah. How, how long have you kept this in for? Fam, listen, I, I I was thinking about this, and my commute on the way from home to work was 50 minutes. On the way from there to the gym was 30 minutes. Gym home was 30 minutes. Though That whole triangle, plus time at the gym, I spent just thinking about this. And my thoughts wander, I guarantee you, at least for two hours plus. And I, I was thinking about writing them down, but I was like, fuck it, let's just make it more natural. Like, yeah. it, it goes deep in this fucking messed up head. But anyways, I digress, and that long soliloquy is over. I promise I'll try to maintain and not kind of go into it. Uh, 
and I was thinking about actually drinking today, just like having a couple of beers before we start. But I was like, thank God I didn't do that. Um, actually, subsequent pods, I will suggest we do that. Yeah, you should. I mean, yeah, you know. I don't know if you drink Marissa, but. Yeah, I mean, definitely if it's like a wine, it definitely, I can definitely become more chatty, which is good for potting. So. All right, all right, all right. We're, we're going to, okay, that's, you know what, next plan, we got to have the same, we got to like agree on what the other person drinks. How about that? Okay. We, we all say whatever. I like alcohol in general, so you guys can pick my drink, and then you can say, hey, I like these things, and then Nick can oh, actually Nick doesn't drink. Oh, we'll give him apple juice. Who says I don't drink? Oh, I thought you didn't drink. Listen, I'll have a beer every now and then. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so then, yeah, we can do that, too. All right, but to kind of get to the main thing I want to talk about was the Oscars, and... Me and Nick, I guess, uh, had this thought that we went down the list. And for me personally, the ones that at least I think are the most worthy to talk about are The Joker, um, The Irishman, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do you guys kind of agree with that three? Have a difference? (laughs) Separation? I don't agree, but I don't think that any of the movies aren't talking points. So, I mean, for me personally, the movies that I would want to talk about most or are Parasite. Yeah. But the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, do agree with that. And if I have to pick another one, well, actually, it's a movie I haven't seen, Little Women, but I would have liked to see it first. Yeah, I still so, need to see that. I haven't seen that. Yes and no. I think any, any movie that's at the Oscars is worth talking about. That's why it's nominated. That's why it's there. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, this is, this is why it's good. It's good because it, maybe it is... I guess there is a reason it's there and it's making you kind of try different things. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, if the, if the Oscars, so, okay. To add to your point earlier, if, so I am like, don't need that kind of preaching because I literally am always kind of doing my own thing. I've been watching like the same TV show every single night over and over again, just cause like, that's what I want to do. And that's like fine. And I like very niche things and don't really care that other people don't, but when the Oscars does come around, it is a time where I just fall into the the whole mainstream and start watching all these things that I wouldn't have watched before. So I guess it's kind of good um, because then you get exposed to different things you would have wouldn't have necessarily seen. I probably wouldn't have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood if there wasn't a big buzz around it. You know, same with Joker. Don't really know why I still saw The Irishman. <laughs> Because it's a fucking great movie. That's why. God damn it. It's just not my thing. It, I don't think it was bad. Martin Scorsese, obviously amazing director. Just, you know, we all have our thing. That's not mine. All right, Nick. You kind of agree. Or were, did you have any other suggestions for three? Mind you, it doesn't matter because we're still going to talk about these three. But you can you can let your oh. piece. Let out your, let uh, out your inner piece. I don't think. I mean, I, I liked. I obviously really like these three movies that we're talking about, but I don't, once upon a time in Hollywood, I would have definitely wanted to talk about Irishman. Not so much. Cause I actually rewatched it over the last two days. So that in preparation for this, uh, but there's like 1917, uh, like parasite, like Mercer was saying, um, Ford versus Ferrari would have been cool to talk about. Like there's other movies that I, I would have wanted to talk about. Um, that isn't called Joker just because I don't know, like Joker is, the theme of that it, it could be for like a different kind of pod i think but anyways we're 
you know, we're talking about it tonight. So. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean? Why, what kind of different kind of pod? I don't know. Like, I could probably, I could probably like have a pod specifically dedicated to just the Joker. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 I could do. Yeah, oh, yeah, word, word. I agree yeah, with that. Because, like a more like a, I don't know, like a, a deep dive, but also just because that's like a comic book movie. Wait, wait, by the way, Marissa, I don't know if you listened to the basketball pods. We've talked about nothing for three hours. So, I did not. So, so I yeah. Did not know basketball. So, yeah, yeah. So, when you when you question us in our ability to talk about nothing, you watch yourself, right? <laughs> that will not occur. Okay. Okay. Um all right. So, all right. So that's fine. But because I run this shit, let's talk about um the pods. I mean the the the, the movies, right? Yep. And just for the kind of flow of things, I wanted to what are, what are we talked about? Jo- we're gonna, okay, so the way we're going to do it is, I guess, the Joker, Once Upon a Time, and then the Irishman. Yeah. Because I think the Irishman, I'm, I'm probably the only one who is, uh, who probably loved it. So, like, loved it, loved it. Because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, but right off the bat, just so in case anybody's saying, fuck it, what was your interest? What was your favorite movie of, uh, of this past of this list um actually let me go by the list if if nobody acts if some of you guys don't know four or ferrari this is the one with matt damon um where you have uh uh what's his name uh, uh shelby uh shelby ford kind of uh, trying to f- uh, go into Le Mans 24-hour race and uh, uh beat ferrari which has been winning for the last uh, couple of years and they have uh, i think this it's about 15 days before uh they have to actually, you know, do the race, the Le Mans race, which is a huge, uh, one of the best races of the year. It's a 24 hours. You race in Le Mans, France, um, to see. It's like an endurance uh, championship. It still happens every year. And it's one of my goals in life to go to. Uh, the Irishman, which is the Scorsese film with uh, Pacino, De Niro, uh, Pesci, uh, a bunch of really, really good other good actors. Um, Jojo Rabbit, no idea whatsoever, because it's... I'm not an obscure person with obscure tastes. I'm pretty mainstream, I guess. Um, yeah, listen, listen, no, no slander on... Uh, no, 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 no. I, I meant that no slander sway. I'm just saying I'm pretty... When it comes to movies and, and TV shows, I'm pretty vanilla. Like, my favorite TV show of all time is probably Entourage. And Mercer's just like, fucking moron. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, wait, Jojo Rabbit. So, what's this thing about? It's a political satire. I uh, haven't seen it yet. Okay. But I haven't downloaded it, so I was planning on watching it this weekend. It's, okay. I think, based off the trailer, it looks like Inglorious Bastards, just like the funny a version. Violent. The yeah, and funny. Oh, oh what? Yeah. Well, my watch. That sounds nice. Yeah, it, I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, Joker, as we all know. Uh, Little Women, uh, I guess you you thought it was the best one. What did you, Does it have. I didn't see it. Okay, you just see it. You, but you said it seems to be a really interesting movie. Interesting, yep. yeah. Okay. Marriage Story, worst name in the world, but has Scarlett Johansson, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing. Yeah, come on, Marriage Story. That you can get a better name out of this. Yeah, I don't. You're right. I kind of never have really loved the name of it. <laughs> this movie. I'm looking at the cover of it, and it 100 screams. We will be competing at the Oscars. We will tear jerk the fuck out of you, and we yeah. hope you. Okay, that's exactly. Um, am I close? Yes, 
Yes, and that's exactly what I went into the movie thinking. Was pleasantly surprised, but not like not that far away from those thoughts. Okay. All right. 1917. I want to watch this movie. I loved it. It it looks okay. So everything I'm seeing from you know YouTube again. I went down that hole where I went through just. This is how stupid I am. I watched, like, I think about two hours worth of how they made 1917 rather than just actually watching the goddamn movie. So funny. Wait, so you spoil shit for yourself? No, no, no. They just go into, like, cinematography and how they kind of do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it, it's absolutely... It's, and I think they're going to probably be redefining a lot of how movies are kind of made and um, a lot of this kind of, you know, format of uh, movies. And... Uh, you know, I'm a big, I don't, again, I'm vanilla in my movie intake, but I do know about Roger Deakins because of Sicario, uh, because oh, interesting. I love that movie. Huh? No, no, I said that's interesting that that's the first one that pops up in your head that you know him. Oh, and, and Skyfall, sorry. That's the other one. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, I know No Country of Old Men, he got nominated on a bunch of other stuff, and Assassin's Creed, I think. No, no, Assassin. oh, Jesse James, sorry, Jesse James, not Assassin's Creed. Um, yeah, 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 Jesse James, yeah. Yeah, so, but, but yeah, I'm a... Uh, Blade Runner, you can't forget. That's the one that he won for. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I don't want, I didn't actually watch that movie. I should, <gasps> I don't know, I don't know. Hey, man, whatever. Um, and the last one is, uh, oh, sorry, Once Upon a Time, we all know that one, and Parasite, I think, or no, this is the one you said is probably your favorite, right, Marissa? So, yeah, it's by like, far the best movie that came out in 2019. Okay, in Marissa's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the ones we were going to talk about: Joker, Once Upon a Time, and uh, The Irishman. So let's just go with the Joker. Uh, Nick, you can kind of start off with it. All right. Um, so, so it's funny. I think I'm not sure if this was still the case at the end. I haven't looked it up uh, or anything, but I think Scorsese probably had his hand a little bit in how the joker was produced really i think i think so because i remember when the joker first was announced i think scorsese was like he's going to be like part of the to the producing um team or whatever i'm not sure if he still ended up doing that but there's certain i guess there's certain parts where it, it could feel like that you know they are um scorsese's like fingerprints on i was reading this i was reading so apparently the guy who directed it again I don't know a lot. Yeah, he. The whole thought process behind it was from uh, the. What was that movie from Scorsese? Some, driver. Drive it, Taxi Driver. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah, Taxi Driver. Comedy too, I think, but that's not from him. But Scorsese had no direct implication. Mm. Had no direct. I don't think production. so. He wasn't a producer for this movie. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. He wasn't. Oh, oh, let me go on Wikipedia. I just did. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Okay. All right, continue your he's thoughts. He's inspired, sorry. but that's an interesting. Yeah, yeah probably just inspired. Yeah. That just means he's not getting any money out of it. That just sucks. Yeah, you're yeah. probably just yeah. there for one day. It's like, yo, can I get my check? Ah, but you were just an inspiration. We didn't write anything for you. Sorry. <laughs> you didn't actually do anything. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, all right, so uh, let's see. I, I really liked uh, the Joker. Um, I thought, uh, obviously, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's uh, performance was just like. You know, he he knocked it out of the park. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of you know certain imagery uh, during the movie that kind of showed um, Arthur Fleck's development as a character from somebody who's 
you know, kind of being kind of thrown away, um, you know, by, by society, like people don't care about him, people make fun of him. Um, he has trouble interacting with people and interacting with society um, and seeing how his character kind of transformed from where he was at the beginning um, up until, you know, when he actually killed some people and then really enjoyed it um, and then turning into the Joker. I thought that was very, it was a, it was a well-carved journey for his character. Um, and, you know, the, the whole, the whole thing about him being the Joker um, at the, you know, at the, the latter half of the, of the movie, I think um, to me, in my mind that, that, that part is secondary because it, the, the whole movie is more so a character study about this one guy um, rather than having, you know, Joker be like the first thing that comes to mind in terms of like your focus. Like, you know, if you're, we're comparing it with, um, you know, like Heath Ledger, you know, jo uh, his, his interpretation of Joker, like we don't know anything about the guy, like, you know, um, we're just kind of there kind of enjoying his performance and enjo enjoying, you know, that character loving chaos and all this type of stuff, but it's not really much of a character study, you know, like this particular uh, Joker was. Um, so I, I appreciated that about this movie. And although it, it has its tie-ins um, eventually with, uh, with, you know, Batman and, and things like that, um, for the most part, I, I love that it was a, a movie that's kind of contained like just on its own. <laughs> Marissa? Yeah, I mean, I don't have that many thoughts about it anymore. I feel like first reactions, hot takes, if you will, I had a lot more to say. I will also agree that Joaquin Phoenix's performance was, was like amazing. It was really, really good. It was the best part of, about the whole movie. Um, more so, I found than even the story, his acting, I thought was really good. Really, really good. He's nominated for Best Actor and probably deserves it i think in terms of best actor <laughs> i mean you got to hold a glove for it and yeah sorry i'm just actually looking up who else is because that's the kind yeah, of production okay, I should, I should mention the movies you listed at the beginning of this podcast were the nominations for best picture which is classically right. the, the only category people care about right exactly but, and that's all we and, care about so People care about whatever best actor, a best female actor, and then maybe supporting. I don't know if people care about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like original screenplay and cinematography, but we all have our thing. Obviously, best picture is the most exciting one. Cinematography, so, I think. By the way, I think this uh, 1917 should win. Yeah, I don't remember what else is nominated. Haven't seen 1917, but I mean, based off what everyone is saying, like it probably was was just the best. I really haven't seen any like standout movies in terms of cinematography this year, so it's probably that. Yeah, sorry. Leo, Adam Driver, Joaquin, Jonathan Price, Antonio Banderas. Oh, Joaquin yeah. should win this. I'm that one? Antonio Pain, Pain and Glory. Yeah, Pain, Pain and, and Glory. Pain and Glory, got to see that. Okay, I have to see that too. But yeah, I feel like... Uh, so I just finished The Two Popes. Um, I don't really think... That, I mean, I don't know if it compares to Joaquin the Joker. Like, the acting was not. Even Adam Driver and Marriage Store, people loved, and I thought he did good, but... I don't know, not compared to a Joaquin. So kind of that, I mean, and I also don't really care about superheroes and I didn't even, I literally asked Nick, I was like, so is uh, Joker the villain in the Batman or in Spider-Man? All right, we got to cut off your mic. All right, you're not talking. <laughs> so, yeah. That's no, no, my... no, I see what you mean. 
Like, but okay. I mean, the movie was so independent of any of that, which is exactly great. that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised. I kind of think that's a good, kind of cool to do movie because I like dramas, right? So if you're gonna if you're gonna take a a really interesting character from a superhero series, which I would argue the Joker is the most interesting of all the series. I don't know, just because he's so like. I don't know, crazy and just like, what is it? What is his story? What's what's going on behind him? I don't know. So that was cool to make to like kind of expand to a wider audience like me. Um, yeah, yeah. And I liked that the movie made me stressed. I like to go to a movie and feel. Yes. Sorry, continue. But yes, I agree. <laughs> that was good, good clapping. It's good clapping. Yeah, and so like the stuff towards the end. Um, no spoilers, right? You know, made me. No, fuck that. If you're listening to this, you, you don't want to be spoiled. Stop listening now. This is your... All three of these movies have been out for some time. Yeah, you've had... Yeah, fuck that. No, you've had time. Just not listen. Like, I don't care about spoilers. Like, if someone's about to spoil, just give me the spoiler warning and then move on. Yeah, we're, okay. So, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. You have five, four, three, two, one. You had five seconds. Get out now. We're going to spoil some shit. All right. Thank I mean, you. I kind of already did, but okay. Yeah. So just go. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. The gun scene when he shoots the guy. I don't remember his name. The TV guy. Um, it was like there was a build. I don't know. It was a build up to it. De Niro. Like, oh, the, De Niro the De Niro scene. Oh, it was De Niro. Right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was. I like that. That was probably the best part of the whole movie for me. <laughs> uh, did not people might say they liked that one scene where he killed the guy he worked with too too violent for me not a big violence person so. oh shit holy shit well, actually, holy shit actually, actually to, to, hold on hold on Fam. To, that point, though, to that point about uh the the violence in that particular scene i <laughs> yeah. think i think uh i think that was like something that was unexpected i mean like okay, yeah i i, I I mean, I figured there would be some killing in this movie, obviously. Yes. Um, but yes. I didn't think they would show it <laughs> like the the way that they sh- that they eventually obviously showed it in the movie. I thought that was, I mean, it's obviously violent, but it was entertaining. Fam, can we be honest? How great Hollywood has become that you can start actually showing the full extent of what whatever the director wants to show you, like yeah. yeah. Sure. All this bullshit of PG-13, whatever. We used to watch whatever we used to watch. Our parents tried to do their best. God bless them. But we used to watch it. And the fact that, like, directors and everybody... Again, going back to the fact that I'm saying this is the best time to be alive in terms of consuming shit. You get the full-fledged everything of of these directors. And God damn it, that scene where he killed... um, I forgot this guy. Randall? Yeah, Randall. The other clown, yeah. Right, 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 right. That I no 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 lie nothing that I couldn't watch it. I like had to kind of look away. I watched him. I watched him like drive that. uh, Was it scissors or was it a knife? It was a scissor. Yeah, drive that scissor right into the socket. Like you could see it when he's pulling up. And thank God they did that. Yeah, and it's it's also sorry. Go uh, go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say it's like that's reality. So I like when movies portray reality like that. People would get brutally killed like that. I don't know. It's just world we live in and that they should be able to show it yeah i think well i think what's actually really interesting was uh not the the kill um it was more so the the other the other um his other co-worker who was also there who he ended up letting go um his reaction to me i was like oh i feel really bad for this guy because he was like he was like he lost it like he was sobbing like he thought he was gonna die um that actually to me like 
it's kind of like such us uh, switching gears a little bit but i think that the the uh the kills that happen in, in this movie uh you know with, with with arthur being so you know uh like his his emotions or he can kind of you know um it's kind of all over the place sometimes and, and whatever and you think this guy's just like completely crazy or whatever but like for him to do hit the the kills that he did like he the 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 people that he killed uh in his mind all deserved it he still had a, a part of his mind where it's just like yeah you know this guy this other co-worker here like he was nice to me i'm just gonna let this guy go like so so to me that 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 kind of changes up his character a little bit to be like you know what this guy's not just killing just to kill he he's only killing the the people that that he feels were you know kind of like uh, like oppressive to him and, th- and and things like that or made fun of him i thought that that uh, that part of his character was very very interesting but um, de niro didn't do anything wrong he killed him no yeah no, he did he did because de niro made fun of him was the whole thing of he wasn't what he expected kind of like no 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 okay so the whole see the whole thing was and okay so the whole thing is and i i'm i don't think any of us are killers apart from no no no, none of us are freaking killers so we don't know how how it works like we don't know how the mind of these guys works right yeah but i'm imagining it's similar to that where you're like you have this kind of weird tick inside of you but it never gets activated because the fact the fact that You've been taught by whatever authority figure or something that you have in your life that, you know, killing people is not something you do. And then this guy realizes randomly um, after killing those guys in the trains, oh, shit, this kind of feels good. Those motherfuckers were bad. I did something good. And look at all the positive reinforcement I'm getting from everybody who's saying, yeah, it was good because this whole city is corrupt. Right? Right. That was his first taste. And then the second taste was... um, Shit, which was the other one? It wasn't the co-worker. It was something else before, right? Uh, no, I think it was... Remember? Uh, yeah, so it was the three guys from Wall Street that he killed in the train. Right. And then I think Randall and... Yeah, I think Randall was next, and then Murray was after. No, 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 okay, this is what it was. It was um, when he talked to the guy about his mom uh, at the mental institution. He's like, I did something bad. I killed uh, those guys on the train. The guy's like, what the fuck? Oh. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because and then that like completely triggered him because that is his base of any kind of moral compass, right? Yeah. And he's been lied to now pretty much his whole life, where he's like, "Oh fuck, people are bad, people are fucking bad." My only any source of base or any source of re- kind of, I can't believe I'm actually going deep diving, but um, my only source of kind of anchor I have in my life was a fucking bitch who lied to me. And I'm sorry, I don't mean it in a derogatory term, but she was the worst kind of human being for for him, um, who completely destroyed his uh, concept of what reality was, and he killed her. Oh yeah, killed his mom. So right. I have theories about that. So I have theories that the mom was not the mom was indu- insane induced, but <laughs> why? What do you mean? No, she. What, what do you mean induced? Because I and then I told this to Nick, I told this to other people, and know, and everyone says, well, this can't be true because Batman is not the same age as Joker, so they can't be brothers. And I was like, okay, but I thought this was a separate movie, so I would have liked them and would have liked to believe in the story that the mom was right, that the rich guy took advantage of the secretary, got her pregnant, wrote her off, put her in an asylum because those things happened. 
that they didn't go that way. And I get why they didn't go that way because that doesn't make any sense for Batman storyline. But, you know, that's where it's like, okay, is this a separate movie or is this related? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it so that completely unhinged him and then he just goes off and kills the and then he starts realizing this this guy is bad because he gave me a gun in case I wanted to do shit to people so he must be bad let me kill him but this this other guy he's been always kind to me why would I kill him so he lets him go doesn't hurt him even give him a hug because again to him he's not really doing anything bad he's getting the the world rid of evil which if you think about Batman though he's not actually kill people he kind of does the same thing to a certain extent in his mind, right? He's putting these guys in jail, whatever, whatever, whatever. And 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 I'm, I'm not equating the two and saying they're both kind of on an equal level. They're not, but just in a way that um, Joaquin, uh, Joker kind of works in his schizophrenic mind. And I'm pretty sure it's schizophrenia what he has. So he kills him. Now he goes to literally, which has been the main concept of any kind of connection he has with reality, which is this TV show he watches with his mom. And it's Rob Tenuio's character, who was probably the only other thing that was, like, positive in his life. Because he was like, oh, yeah, we, I can come home, hang out with my mom, kind of, after a shitty day. Um, and watch this show that we can kind of bond over with together. He said, yo. Yeah, it's, 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 actually, it's actually interesting that you brought up that point. Because, you know, at the beginning of the movie, when he was sitting down and watching the show uh, with his mom, he was envisioning that he was at the show in the audience. And, and he was being invited down. Then And then... Uh, yeah. Right, he was just like he was. He was envisioning that, like De Niro told him that he wished that he had a son like him. Right, and that right. So it's so like you said, like he he treats this. He, he idolizes this uh, this figure um, because he really doesn't have a lot, you know, to go to in his life given his situation and his circumstance. Right, um, and then yeah. what what happens? That last figure says, "No, nah, I'm gonna clown you on on TV and bring you on because I can clown you some more." He says, no, I'm going to take this situation in my own hands. I'm going to shoot your fucking face off. That's exactly what he does. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think also, like, uh, with the, the with the killings and stuff like that, too, it's it's also, it's not just the killing itself. It's also the stuff that he does afterwards. So, like, after he kills those three uh, initial, like, three Wall Street guys in the, in, on the train, he, like, runs to, like, a washroom, and he just starts, like, slowly dancing. And he does the same thing again, as he's already in the, the the Joker makeup and he's descending down the staircase and all that type of stuff, he's dancing around, right? Mm -hmm. And then even before he goes uh, on stage in at at uh, De Niro's show, he also does exactly the same dance. It's almost like his mantra in a sense before he, or kind of like around the time where he does a killing or after a killing or whatever. I thought that was like that was that was pretty interesting the way that they depicted his enjoyment that he got out of. You know, killing people or the idea of killing people yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay so i'll i'll just say why i think this is probably one of my favorite movies i've seen in a very long time what they've done with having and and, and you can say there's some assistant characters or whatever it is but what he has to do in a you gotta think from a perspective of what marvel just did they just released some two movies where they said, we don't have any budget. We're going to get every single person out. We're going to spend a goddamn boatload of money. And we're going to destroy whatever Justice League thought they, they were doing with that movie. Right? They made $3 billion or whatever they're doing now. And then, um, sorry, Marissa, this is how it kind of goes. Uh, they have You have DC Comics and you have Marvel. 
again, I'm not a comic book person, but like that's I, I know high level relatively well. I, yeah, I know that. Yeah, so this is now becoming a financial thing where uh, you know Warner Brothers actually has to uh, compete on this platform with uh, Marvel, which is uh, Disney. Mm. So. From a from a financial sense, how do we re and they've and the problem with DC is they've had to reboot consistently, continually every as you know. There's so many Batman and so many of these movies, and to do that in this kind of way, where you're literally having one guy who's for two and a half hours, it, or two hours in a bit, is the focal point of your movie, where you're hoping this is the reboot that launches the new kind of series of movies that are going to be coming, which is. The next one is going to be even bigger with Batman uh, having what's that guy's name again? Rod Pattinson. Yeah, that's freaking huge. Like uh, in the sense that how much they're putting into this thing, because uh, the last one where they 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 had this the Joker kind of refresh was the Dark Knight, right? With uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. That pretty much spawned what was then the second movie he came in or the first. He's in the first, second, okay, yeah. So that, uh, but in, and, and I'm pretty sure they regret that. They wish they could bring him in the first and then kind of grow the three movies subsequent to that. But like, from a financial sense, this movie, and I guess this is why they're smart. They're realizing that Joker is probably the most character-driven uh, character you can get in this movie, in, in in this universe. They're starting off with a banger with this, and and that's why I think it's 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 from a financial in that kind of sense, it's such a smart play. It's such a smart way they've done it, and. Joaquin Phoenix's performance is absolutely amazing considering how he has to do it himself. He has to re- reboot one of the best, one of the most iconic characters in the last 15 years, which was done by Heath Ledger, who the goddamn killed himself because of what he was doing, uh, how involved he got into the character. And he's done it in a way that adds to that and completely redefines it in a way where I was actually scared watching this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm watching him. He's skinny as hell. Um, and he, he, he looks malnutrition, again, he looks malnutrition, he's definitely schizophrenic, again, I'm not a doctor, but everything I've learned from movies about schizophrenia, he seems to have it, and at the same time, he, dudes, dudes going around killing people and, and enjoying it, like, and the whole cinematography, the, how they shot it with the subway, the sideways shot, kind of showing you exactly how he's about to shoot the guy, and he shoots him, and then just kind of uh, runs on runs on top of him, and and, and, and how he that 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 um, the 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 coworker kill scene, all of that, all together, how they managed to shoot it, it it's it's spooky, man. Like I don't know, it it just kind of. It, it kind of messed me up a little bit when I, w- I was watching it. And that's why I, I messaged this group. I was saying, like, I- I'm sorry. I don't see anybody else beating this movie. So, so how, how personal uh, what would you uh, what would you rate this movie? The 20 out of 20. And that's not even, right. it's oh. not even like a scale. I fucking love this movie. Not even a scale. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and you're you're uh, you're not into the kind of things uh, into the universe a little bit. So what would you give it, Marissa? Uh, I do it out of ten, and I think yeah, yeah, it should be at ten. It was like okay, I think I'm hovering between six or seven. So really? Stamped seven point five, maybe generous seven, probably. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, what didn't it do it for you? Sorry, well, oh, I I just didn't connect with the overall movie. I didn't like the way that went in certain ways. 
Maybe that's because I just didn't get it because I don't come from that world. That's that's entirely possible. That's probably the reason. Um, but I feel like they they were purposely trying not to have that be a, a hindrance. Like yeah, and, and and I mind you, I think they shouldn't have named the Joker. I understand why they do it, of course, but like that's true. They could have named it something else. That kind of disconnects a little bit. Because people who haven't seen it will automatically think it's a, oh, of course, that's a whatever, comic book movie, superhero movie, or or villain movie. But it's not at all. It's drama, completely. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I guess I would need to think about why I didn't like it more so because I've been thinking about why I did like it. Hmm. Wow, okay. Because I did like it. When people say, oh, you saw the Joker, I can't believe you saw the Joker, are you really into that? Well, yeah. Well, no, but I liked it, and this is why. Yeah. I guess I never thought about why I didn't like it. Yeah. Okay, Nick, what do you think? Uh, I would give this a, uh, a 9 out of 10. Okay, okay. And again, you're not wrong for your kind of reviews. I'm just I'm just curious. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm legit at 20 out of 10. I've, I fuck... <laughs> Uh, my my brain works in weird ways. Anytime you can like give me some psychological bullshit craziness, I love this kind of shit. And, and it was it was like I don't know it, it it was it was crazy for me. Oh, actually, um, on on this as we fin- kind of finish up on on Joker, uh, Tim, we we should we should do a, a podcast specifically dedicated to the Dark Knight because I really like that movie and I would not mind talking in depth about that movie. So. Yeah, sure, done. Okay, um, I, we're on a time constraint, then because again, I, I want to limit how much uh, we're spending on each one. So yeah. that was for the Joker. Let's go to what I think is the worst of this whole worst movie of this whole list, and I haven't even seen it, and probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Once upon a oh, time wait. in Hollywood, you haven't seen it? No, 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 no. I haven't seen the list, like all the movies oh. on this list of of oh. movies. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even seen them, and I already know they're already better than this movie because, honest to God, this is probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. This is a really interesting perspective. I'm excited to hear it because, I mean, I liked it, but I did. It's not like I'm not like in a cult about it or anything. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like taint your view, so you guys can kind of. And because Nick started it, you can start this one, then Marissa. Okay, okay, I'll do kind of general thoughts. I really am interested to bounce back off of what you thought because I I really liked it. Um, and you didn't really like it, so there's like polarizing. And and Nick, did you really like it? I uh, so yeah, so I watched it a second time. Uh, I, I like it the second time more than I did the first time. Okay. Even though I really liked it the first time. Sure. Okay. So maybe I haven't given it a second watch. Maybe I like it even more. I watched it once and I liked it. A lot. I so I really love the '60s. I really especially love that part of the '60s. The later end of the 60s closer to the 70s i love the story of charlie manson all that crazy stuff hollywood love it so automatically i was going to like this movie sharon tate love her everything about it i loved i don't like western so i didn't like the random like western stuff but whatever um also don't like violence and obvious but tarantino wait 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 wait, wait. you can't just whatever the western part that was the whole premise of the whole 90 percent of the movie he was a western no i mean like the scene where he was filming it i was like this is this is i'm not interested in this little girl uh and or she was cute but i mean like i'm not interested in this west when yeah when they were filming the western i just don't care about western so i was like let's move on let's get to the other <laughs> that's 40 percent of the movie <laughs> it, was a long it movie. forms the basis of the whole like his character 
how he's a big Western guy and then he becomes a shit Western guy and then now he's trying to make it back to that. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't care. I was like, cool, cool. That's was, what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just like don't like Westerns and just like didn't care about that and, and literally that girl's performance actually was the best part about the whole thing because I don't know, I didn't who, think Which girl, sorry? That the little girl? That little girl who read yeah. it. She was dope. Favorite character in the whole movie. She was the dopest character in this whole movie. <laughs> so cute. But Leo, because Leo for me wasn't Okay, so another thing. So Leo for me didn't give it. I didn't think it was his like best performance. I didn't think it was the most amazing performance. I also don't think it was Brad Pitt's best performance. I think were both of them nominated. I don't know about that. I think they were probably I think just they are. desperate to put someone in there that's popular. By the way, her name is Julia Butters, uh, playing Trudy. Just for True. anybody who wants to, yes, it's pretty so good. Cute. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people felt that way about her. They're like, she was the best part of the movie. She was a hundred percent, and that's you can't have. Okay, sorry, no, continue, continue, continue. No, no. Yeah, continue your thought process. How can you have a child, a child uh, actor who's not even supposed to be like a major focus of at all of this whole thing, be your the best thing that happened to a movie? Okay, yes, exactly. No, and- I like that. So I don't like this, like you know, the continuity of like uh, what a film is supposed to be. It's supposed to. I like something weird, something that's off, something that just makes sense. No, so but you can't. Know. You can't realistically have a have a movie competing for an Oscar when the whole premise of it is supposed to be this thing, and then suddenly it's a small aspect of it is the reason it's going to be. Well, I don't know if that was the intention. <laughs> it's, it's not, and that's the sad part about it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was definitely a flop amongst Tarantino fans and a success amongst. Not oh, was it? Tarantino fans weren't a big fan of it. I again, uh, yes. I don't understand. I don't understand people who are this. But exposure to that, I'm not a big. I don't have. I don't hate him. I don't love him. He's a director and he does movies. And I liked Glorious Bastards. And I liked that was my favorite movie of all time. Actually, it's been on my top for a while. I did not. I started watching Pulp Fiction, hated it, and I didn't like Django, but Django was just really violent, so of course I didn't like it. Django's dope. <laughs> Django was, was dope. People like Django. Um, whatever. <laughs> Django's fucking dope. Let's let's just say let's just God damn it, that movie's dope. I remember watching I think I was watching it in a cafe or something. I was like, I need to leave. This is so violent. That movie deserved if we're all being honest and you know, gonna take um oscars at the at the surface of what are, if you're actually interested in what movies should win based off you know a whole heap of criteria of art and you know if it's a good movie all, all whatever they might use that movie should have won that year well okay. argo more beasts of southern wild django les miserables uh, life of pi lincoln silver lining Play- playbook and zero dark 30 yes but the thing about i just the thing about the Oscars is it doesn't consider any movies of any other country. So that's where it's right. like, are we talking like movies out there? Are we talking Hollywood movies? If we're talking Hollywood movies. You're probably right. If we're talking right. world movies. I would uh, make an argument there. But here's the thing. They don't have to though. Do they like, what? like I guess Americans, no. America gets a lot of heat for, and I'm not saying you're, I'm, I'm not saying you're saying this. I'm just saying in general, yeah. America gets a lot of heat for, and well deserved in a lot of cases, but if you think about it, them motherfuckers don't have to do anything you want. Like they can be like, "Look, we're America. This is what we think is the best movie." They but can do that. That's not how it's presented in any way. Right. It's like it's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's still like the standard. And the director, yeah. uh, Parasite Bon Joon Ho, he said some really good, interesting things about it all because it still like sets a standard amongst who is globally seen as 
the best directors, the best this, the best that, even though it's like, well, this is really just Hollywood focused and we should take it for that. Right. And I take it for that, but people don't. And that's like the problem. And you're not wrong. Like I was, I don't know. I had this thought on my drive and it was like, if we think about it, people who were like, yeah, you shouldn't let these movies affect your life and everything. That's not how art works. Like, and, and in that way, that's, I'm kind of contradicting my point, but like, Artworks and art, art and movies and and painting, all these things work in a way that they inspire people to do and try different shit. Yeah. And we can't come from. And I, I guess again, it contradicts what I'm saying. But like, also, you we need to stop this thing of saying of diminishing people and art and and, and their influence on us as human beings. This shit. It, it's it, if anything's been consistent in human human history, it's been art and its effect on on society. So. Yeah, and I don't think that contradicts what you're saying. I think more of what you're saying was, like, just like what you like and don't focus on, like, you know, being like, oh, my favorite movie didn't win an Oscar. Right. Like, I hate myself. Or, like, how dare they? It's like, yeah. don't... Yeah, you can be, like, upset about it, but it's maybe better to be, like, more critical about it rather than just, like, I don't know. I'm not on Twitter, but I can imagine the things people post, and it's probably just such a frustrating chain of tweets to read and probably why you've been thinking about it because it's like just like what you like but also like art is influential so i don't know i don't think they're contradictory of what you're saying i just i don't know my my heatedness has come increasingly into i just see how angry people are these days and it just hurts it just sucks man like you you even when you start talking like starting to talk have any conversation and have come from any place of disagreement it just becomes a constant headbutting of trying to show the other person up rather than being yeah. like, you know what? Fuck, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Right. And like actual sensible people like us, like for me, I don't take to, I'm more of Instagram and like on Reddit. I don't take to disagree with something because if I say, I don't like this because this and this people will be like, Oh, I hate you. Or like attacked. It can't be like a constructive conversation about why you don't like something. When I know people go to that place because sometimes people are literally like, they're ugly. So I don't like it. But <laughs> like, where's, where's the, like you have to be able to distinguish between a troll and a person who just wants to engage. <laughs> right, right. Okay, sorry. We we got out of uh, we got out of focus. Okay. See, and this is what I'm saying because this fucking movie sucks. Anyways, let's get back to Once Upon a Time. So, um, yeah. Okay, so so you didn't like the spaghetti western aspect, but you did like the Sharon Tate. You did like the whole um, bringing it back to the '60s and the whole period piece aspect. Yeah, like the one on the spawn, the scene on the spawn ranch for me was the, my favorite scene. All of like the weird hippie stuff was interesting. The scenes with, okay, don't love that Roman Polanski had more speaking lines than Sharon Tate because Roman Polanski is a, I don't know if he's a convict, he's a sexual predator and there's literally. Oh no, he's a fucking special, he's a, he's a predator. <laughs> He's, I, he, there's like quotes of him saying when he broke up with, uh, he was married to some other hot celebrity and they broke up and he was like, oh, I'm so sad. I have to go. Oh no. It was sh after Sharon Tate was killed, he went to like hang out in like high school parking lots to like hang out with like teenage girls, like 16 year olds. It's so weird. And this guy's so, gross. not cool, but he's still really respected within Hollywood. There's not the whole like Weinstein, like we hate Weinstein kind of mentality towards Roman Polanski. I think just cause he like fled cause he lives in France. He can't come to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what's crazy about this whole thing? How he was in, um, he was in Rush Hour Three, wasn't he? <gasps> he yes, and he's still producing movies. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> and no one cares. No one cares. Everyone's <laughs> like, it's fine. Ron Polanski. Same with the other. What's that? Weird, Woody Allen's weird marriage. Yeah, his, yeah. His, 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 his wasn't his 
stepdaughter at the time, but like still weird. Yeah, all these old, old, uh, old, whatever producers and directors and people from Hollywood have some weird shit, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's like so messed up. And Sharon Tate was killed as a young woman while pregnant, brutally stabbed. And like, so let's her. She was well, like she was shown at a good light in the movie, but it would have been nice to maybe have some more speaking and maybe some more impact. That's Margot Robbie's character, right? Yeah, yeah, she's great. She was perfect. Like she looked like her. She like had her. mannerisms and stuff but little substance who's getting supporting actor nods because of the 10 minutes of like five minutes of content she has no i think it's for bombshell which is because i feel oh. like they just like, want to give it to her because she was like good this year okay okay, okay. she's not though she's not she's not good well, this year. We she's not nominated for bombshell no she's not she's not nominated at all because Best oh, oh, yes, she is. Supporting yes, role. No, supporting, Bye. yeah. Supporting actress, yes. Oh, my bad, my bad. Man, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm get with the program. Yo, listen. <laughs> There's no way she would have got supporting for uh, Sharon Tate. Like, in- no, 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 of course not. Yeah. She needs yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, what do you think, man? Um, it's... <laughs> It's interesting because I have such a, a different thoughts than. I mean, obvi- I obviously have different, very different thoughts than you, Tim. Sorry, wait, wait. Okay, sorry, sorry. We're just gonna cut the Irishman. Let's just go with these two. <laughs> no. Because oh, no. you watch the Irishman. We can You should. Irishman. We'll, we'll talk about it maybe some other time. But yeah, like, I, I feel like these two are already getting good enough flow. I don't want to ruin it by being yeah, like right, cool. by by cutting this too early. So. Oh my god, poor Nick. Sorry. <laughs> no, man. Fuck that. You should watch that movie. It's a great movie. I did. No, listen, I wrote, I no not you. I mean Nick. He should watch that movie. He watched it twice. Good. Notes down for this. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. It's for next time. For next time. Right next spot. Yeah, yeah. I promise I'll get you some. That's just six Irish. hours of, of his time. <laughs> I, I watch it almost three times already, so it's oh a God, good movie. You love, love it. Okay, right. um, okay. So where do I start? Yeah. So like, like I was saying, I think I have very, very different uh, thoughts about this movie than both of you guys because I think I enjoyed it as as a whole and I enjoyed pretty much like like every aspect about the movie um Jesus. in my mind all right go sorry so like it more Actually, than me and when i say jesus i'm not being condescending i'm just no no, no it's I, just I, surprising no, you have your own time. opinions about the movie right, so right, right. um but yeah no Marissa, i think i might have liked the movie more than you but but we'll we'll, we'll discuss this after um so no discuss it now what do you mean discuss it after no, what do you no, say just wait just wait okay okay uh <laughs> Okay, so, so my thoughts about this movie is that, so I think similar to what Marissa said, I think, uh, you know, like Tarantino is obviously known for the type of movies that he makes. There are movies that I that he does that I have enjoyed. There's ones I have enjoyed less. This one, I like it a lot um, just because I think, you know, to use one sentence to really describe this movie, um, it, it could be like... Um, you know, a, a movie that it there's a lot of things that happen in the movie, but then there's like nothing that really happens in the movie because I, the reason I say that is because you know there's a lot of like sequences and and, and scenes that that happen in this movie, but really as as a whole, this movie is you know kind of like you know using the different characters and using you know the um you know the the, the period that is being set in to kind of talk about like you know what it means to be an actor uh what it means to have uh have dreams and and and, and things of that nature like i, I think i, I kind of talked about this with you tim in in our in our chat earlier um but i think leo brad and margot's characters 
all, all three of them embody um, just like the different aspects of what, what it means to be an actor. Because for, for Leo, he is, you know, obviously the whole, the whole Western thing, like I, I enjoyed that, but really the, the, the core of his character comes, comes from the fact that like, you know, this guy is, you know, always playing the same character over and over. He thought that, you know, he was in a, he, he was in a good place as an actor, but obviously once, you know, Al Pacino came along and be like, Hey, like you got to go to the, you know, uh, to, to Italy and do, do movies. Cause like, this isn't really going to work. You're, you're kind of like outdated. So the whole idea of being outdated, Leo and, and Brad both, you know, um, have exactly the same, the same feelings. It's almost like they're starting to lose their place in, um, as an actor in, in, in Hollywood. Um, and, you know, with uh, that, which is why Leo was just like, you know, he was kind of like crying as he kind of left that restaurant with Brad. And he's just like, I'm like, a, like a has been and, and that type of stuff. And one of the things that actually one of the, I don't remember which, which character was talking about um, to Leo, but he was saying that for Leo's character on screen as a villain all the time to always get beat up and always, you know, uh, be the guy that loses it's almost it, 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 they, they said that it, it was a hit on his reputation as an actor um, kind of over and over it's almost like you're, you're, you're priming your audience all the time thinking that this actor is oh he's just a guy there that's, that's playing a villain and, and that's it and that you know taking, taking that idea out of you know his performance and his character in, in Hollywood there's a lot of actors that are like that you know, um, there, there's actors like, I don't know, like Willem Dafoe is a great actor, but he does play a lot of villains. So it's like, why do, why do actors get typecasted in those particular type of roles when they actually do have a lot of talent um, acting wise, you know? Um, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing with, with Brad, you know, he was, it was like, like obviously we know that he was uh, uh, Leo's stunt double. But for the most part, he was just kind of running his air, uh, Leo's errands, taking care of the house and like little things like that. But he wasn't really relevant anymore either, which is kind of interesting that, you know, he has that whole recollection when he was on the roof trying to fix the antenna about his, his whole, you know, uh, ordeal with, um, with uh, you know, what's it called? Like kicking Bruce Lee's butt, obviously that whole thing, um, you know, stirred up a lot of controversy and, and, and all that type of stuff. But like, you know, Keith, it's almost like him reliving his good old days in a sense, right? Um, and actually, what, one, one more thing before I move on to like, uh, like Margot's character. Um, with Leo, it's actually, it actually comes full circle at the end, um, kind of skipping ahead because with him having that reputation, always kind of being the guy who's beat up and he's kind of outdated and all that type of stuff, he's always losing at things. Um, at the end, when you know, with the whole uh, the, the the hippies being being killed and at, at his house and all that type of stuff, like you know, even though Sharon was next door, she didn't know what the heck was going on. Uh, Brad, obviously, you know, he was high, so he wasn't in like his complete, you know, one hundred percent focus or, or consciousness or whatever. Um, and he gets you know carried away in, in an ambulance at the end. But Leo was the one at the end, even though he was completely. Um, you know, 
like he didn't know what was going on except until that girl kind of came into the to the pool and he just like burnt her with the with the with the flamethrower. But the whole idea about that was just like this guy. He basically at the end he didn't you know in that situation he didn't really put in any work. He just kind of like took a took out the flamethrower and you know um, and just killed this killed this girl. But he at the end. Um, as the movie finished, he was kind of like the hero in that in that um, in that situation, which is which is kind of something that you know he probably would have wanted to do, considering his journey as a character, um, being the one that lost all the time, but then also in real life, kind of being a hero in that situation, even though he didn't really you know give like all that effort you know to actually kill all those people at the end, um, and then <coughs> up with. With Sharon's, I mean, with Margot's character, it was just like, you know, obviously we know what, what happened to her in real life, but the way that they depicted her in the movie was like this young girl who, who is the most positive about her, you know, uh, her journey in Hollywood and as an actor, and you know, you see her reactions um, in in the movie theater when she's when she's kind of having that, you know, validation from all the the, the audience members who are actually enjoying and laughing at. At her performance, and she, you know, you can see just her just really living in that, um, and really enjoying that, and, and just having these dreams. And for her, it was it was more so for the depiction of her character. It's more so like what Sharon could have been, um, like or how much potential she she would have mm. had had she still been alive. So okay. that, that so in my in my mind, that's that's kind of how I thought about the movie, which is probably why. I enjoyed it a little bit more than both of you guys. So yeah. No, no, you definitely enjoyed it more than me. Yeah, because I didn't do not care about the narrative. Yeah, like yeah, sorry. Hollywood ce- celebrity. I mean, I, 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 that is Demont saying this. To you. It's not a me. No, thing. no, don't defend. No, 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 don't, don't, don't feel bad about that. You're 100 percent right on that. Yeah, I was not interested. It's just there was more. I was kept. I kept. I wanted more of the Sharon. I wanted more of the Charlie. Wanted more of all of this other stuff, even Brad. You know, that's kind of where I was like really interested in. And so, yeah, for sure, you liked it more than me. <laughs> these, 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 like actors are, and and I guess artists in this way are the most sensitive, freaking um, thin-skinned people. I, I, like they have to be because you look at it in any certain any kind of context for the most part you do anything or say anything and they'll either write a song make a goddamn movie or cry about it like why can't we just say hey you know what like i don't give a shit about you having a redemption arc like fuck it i don't i don't yeah, care you're already a millionaire like you're yeah i'm sorry sorry no continue <laughs> I, I interrupted you on that like, why do I care about you making a, a comeback on the first place, right? Yeah. Number two, why do I do it and then random shit happens when you're trying to make a movie? Where you're going, okay, whatever. Uh, it, so, and this is, I think, when my... my pro- I, I, I'll be honest, I fell asleep through the first, uh, like, first 30 minutes of it. I rewatched it because I was on a six-hour flight, but, like, um, I fell asleep on it. Uh, I had to, I'm like, fuck, I gotta rewatch it. But... It's fine. If if you're trying to make a redemption arc kind of traditional movie, a it wasn't really anything remotely close to what I think should be even being considered for an Oscar, if that's what you're going for. B it wasn't very good at that because whole Italian he goes to Italy or whatever Italian Western. Oh, okay, we're gonna make it. 
it was shit in that way. You already said you did not like the Western aspect. Again, that was the whole arc, the whole reason he actually went there. And then if you're trying to pay homage to the 1960s, why not actually show the dark aspects of it as well? Where there was race riots. There were, uh, uh, you know, prosecution. Across, there, was, uh, there were wars that uh, L.A. and California were on the forefront of, of trying to push for in terms of uh, peace and, and the whole hippie movement in that way. If you really want to get into that deep thing, you should be doing that kind of stuff. And I really don't want to see Tarantino try to tackle that issue. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what I'm trying to say. Him him trying to pay homage to anything, he fucked up so badly in this movie that he made no sense in the main factor of, of his redemption arc. He fucked up in this uh, in, in trying to uh, show the awesomeness of, of this period. He fucked up in the acting because why the hell was a Brad Pitt character smiling the whole goddamn time? <laughs> Is there an explanation for this? Because am I wrong? Remember that. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. What? No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Explain it. Justify it. But what, am I wrong in that? Was he not just smiling the whole fucking movie? I don't remember. He had this like little smile or grin on his face the whole fucking I think, movie. I think he just. I think that's just him now in, in real life. No, it's not. Yeah, he, looked like that. he looked like that when he was getting his Golden Globe. I feel. Oh, he won a Golden Globe. He won a Golden Globe. This. Yeah. The, okay, two weeks ago? Jokes. No, watch that. Um, what's it? War Machine. Watch War Machine. I don't. Oh, that, I think that was the last one. He was. Um, he was. Uh, I think that was his last movie, right? Twenty seventeen. No, at, at, wasn't Ad Astra. Oh, I don't even consider that fucking random ass gorilla coming out of nowhere to be a. <laughs> no, you know what? Once Upon a Time was not one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Ad Astra was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's funny. I want to. Don't, see that. don't. 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 It's oh, it's not even. Oh, you liked it? Listen, okay, that, that's right. that's, not, that's a movie for another podcast. That's all, folks. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> what? Okay, wait. Let's get back to the smiling thing. I'm not done on my rant. So, uh, War Machine thing, he wasn't smiling, and Ad Astro too, he wasn't smiling. It's not a it's not a face arc or, or, or whatever it is. And I'm pretty sure him being a, a great actor that he is, he should be able to figure out how to not do it. That was that was a hundred percent. A thing that he thought, hmm, this would be cool for a character. It's not fucking cool. You should not be smiling randomly for no reason whatsoever. That was what number point number three. No, do do you know why he was smiling in, in, in the whole? Was he on shit? He wasn't. But that you, if you have to, I guess you have to like look at his character as a whole to to understand why. Like I think I think because of his injuries or what? No, 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 no. It's so. Um, I think the whole smile. Number one, I think I do agree with you. Like the whole little bit too much. But the reason that he, the reason that he did that was like, you know, the whole, just just think about his character, right? Like his character, um, you don't really, in terms of like just dialogue, you don't really get a lot from him in terms of like uh, emotion. Like this guy's just so calm. Like that's not true. He got more lines than uh, Margot Robbie's character did. No, no, no. But but no, in terms of just like, hey, so outward, outwardly. Leo was just like, yeah, he like he, he can see when he's very very upset. He's you know and, and all of those things. Brad was kind of actually he he, he kind of like in terms of uh, his emotions, kind of took a, a a step back if you compare him directly to how Leo kind of showed his emotions. But with Brad, it was almost him smiling all the time. It was almost kind of him hiding his emotions in a way because he showed his emotions in, in, through his actions. Just think about. Um, you know, the the way that he whooped 
Bruce Lee's butt in, in, in his recollection, the way that he, you know, killed the uh, or uh, just beat up that that one dude in in the in the ranch, the way that he killed uh, uh, the those um, those three uh, hippies in at, at Leo's house, like we're in a scene where like you know he's he's he uh, he smashed this one hippie's face like one time like it was already that was already enough like that person would not have gotten up but like he smashed that person's face again and again and again and the whole idea about you know the whole rumor throughout the movie about whether he actually killed his wife or not you don't know at the end of the movie we don't know what, whether that's true or not but all of these things this guy this the character that's not what come across that's not what comes across at all it comes across as oh. this guy's a smirk on his face and why does he do that it's not because his emotions will come out his emotion if he if it did i would care about the characters more i'm just sitting there like i get the fucking smirk on his face and you know why he's doing it have a look at it in glorious bastards he has the exact relative oh, kind yeah. of no you're talking about now do you know what i mean yeah. He has that, like, and in that movie, and, and I'll get to why I think this is a really stupid movie and why I think it's really dumb. But uh, in Glorious Bastards, that facial f- kind of <laughs> face that he makes for that movie, where it's like, hmm. Like, imagine, make that make that sound, and then you'll get, like, a, you get that facial feature. That's what he does for the whole, pretty much the whole movie. And it worked because he's depicting this character that would make that face, right? Uh, this guy who just kills these Nazis and then said, hmm, I'm going to kill you. And then he's a pondering kind of guy. makes sense. That's not a character that I'm seeing in this in, in this movie. He shouldn't be smiling when he's going to a random hippie camp. He has no idea what the fuck is happening. And uh, more importantly, he knows he's fucking underage. I guess he maybe understands that she might be from the Manson family or whatever. But a part of you as a guy is like, hmm, this girl's here. I probably shouldn't go to where she is, irrespective of whatever. He's, it, it's kind of creepy. It's actually very creepy, and it, it, we kind of just forget that in, in all senses, and it kind of gets pushed away, blows away. Creepy. Why do you even go there? He right. knew the guy. He knew George Spawn, who had the ranch. Like, right. so did lots of other people who shot westerns. Right. Why? And then the last problem I have, the ending makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And this, and getting back to Inglorious Bastards, this is exactly the same fucking formula that Tarantino used with Inglorious Bastards. It's like, hmm, how do I end this movie like I've ended every single one of my other movies, which have been dope, with a dope-ass kill scene that makes no sense. And it makes sense for Inglorious Bastards because you can think, oh, what if Hitler was in this situation? How do we kill him? Oh, we're going to do all this stuff. But do you know the story? But like... No, but it, that sequence actually happened where some kids came in and they got blown up by, by a fire extinguisher, uh, a flamethrower. No, no, no. no, no. But he, those, he wrote those, that ending. That's not. That's not a real. Those ending. hippies. The hippies. Those three hippies. Right. Uh, don't remember her name. The those three people. Right, right, right. Did go there. They targeted. They, okay, so they went to that house because, um, what's his face from uh the Beach Boys. You know, the Beach Boys. Um, Dennis Wilson. Dennis Wilson was like the reject Beach Boys and he lived in that house and he was friends with Charlie Manson and these people from Charlie's cult like went there to go see him and realized it wasn't him and then they realized these rich people live there. Roman Polanski, Sharon Tate. So they were like, oh, we hate them. We're going to yeah. go kill them. So they went there and they killed them. They killed everyone in the house. Yeah. Roman Polanski there, obviously. Killed Sharon Tate. She's pregnant. Killed the... Fulgler, Fulger, whatever, girl and her boyfriend. 
So, but they didn't, sh- but the movie went, so that actually was, that actually happened in real life, but then the movie went in a different way. And my interpretation of that was like, not that I liked this. This was my interpretation was Tarantino wanted to be like, look at what I can do and like show you the other side. Like what, ha- cause most people say that on that night, that was like the end of the sixties, the end of like the decade, the end of blah, blah, blah. So he kind of like was very pretentious and being like, look at this different ending, how I can do it, you know? Okay, that's dope. I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of dope. Uh, he, because that's again, he's taking his formula from the Inglorious Bastards, but sure, yeah, it's exactly the same. It's the same character driven, same mm-hmm. similar character, and the ending is we're gonna fuck shit up, bit different than what the history has been. Fine. Okay, I forgot that about Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, because sure. they end up killing Hitler, and oh, and they burn burn him by bombing oh, thing. If you want to do that, great, do it, but don't make the story so fucking unnecessary where I'm going down one route and then completely randomly the same hippies just because they lose connection with um, uh, uh, with Brad Pitt's character it's suddenly like oh wait that's why he's there and then that's why I'm killing him and then like it, it's just it's it's cheap in in, 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 in those connections if, if that's what I, if I'm trying to I think, I think, I think, yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying. Like in terms of how the story unfolded, in terms of how the hippies show up and Brad going to the ranch, all that type of stuff. Like everything, it's cheap. It's a little conventional. It's fucking like, cheap. Oh, no, it's not even conventional. It's cheap. But weren't they going? Wait, wait. I thought they were still going to the house that week to see the. Uh, I don't know if it was targeted. Were they? No, going Dalton. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Dalton. Was that Brad Pitt? No, that's um. No, that's Leo. Leo. We're- why were those hippies in the neighborhood in the movie? I don't remember. I swear, I thought they followed um, the car of uh, uh, Brad Pitt. Mm. Well, either way, if we can't remember why, that means that it wasn't a good connection for them to be there, you know? Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. The forced ending. Like, okay, like, let's just, like, basically, like, might as well have had, like, a, you know? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember now. It was like they did. They, they did come to kill everyone. Tate's house, um, and then they her, and then Don's character comes out because he's like oh. sleeping or some shit. And then he's like, "Oh fuck off, get off my thing." And then he they decide, you know what? F- uh, why don't we kill all everyone? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And then they the whole ca- uh, the car. One of the girls kind of take away with the car. The other idiots decide, "Oh, we're gonna kill him anyways." Yeah, and they were so... That was violent. <laughs> that was very violent. Unnecessarily. And, yeah, I mean, that that's... That's, uh... That's him, I guess, but... Yeah, but it was also very anti... The movie was so anti-hippie. Okay, hippies don't really, like, exist anymore. There's... For that. Why do you hate hippies so much? Like, not everyone in the 60s, like, hated hippies. Like, maybe Hollywood did or something, but... That was kind of weird. And then for them to be so brutally murdered at the end, I was like, whoa, what did, like, what did hippies ever do? But the Charlie Manson ones were, like, obviously different because they were in a cult. But right. hippies were just, like, you know, spreading love and smoking weed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, so it's like... It, so then well, I come from a perspective of I know nothing about this movie. Everyone's talking all about it. Let me just see what it's all about. 
And normally when that happens, in my mindset, even as much as I can be like, oh, no, I'm going to be neutral, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm looking forward to this movie. I want to look at, I look at coming from a perspective of positivity and kind of give it the best chance I can. I gave it so many tries. I'm just like, fuck this. What are, what's the point of any of this? Like, why do I care? Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of why do I care in that. And that's what I'm saying. And And I guess from a perspective of, best movies why do i care like why is this uh, even remotely being considered well for mul- and they actually won uh golden globes for best movie didn't it no oh oh 19 okay, okay okay and also it came out in july and every other movie came out to now uh to december right so it's like very interesting didn't really need to be considered yeah 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 it, it, it was I think maybe with a stronger like plot. So like I guess we could say, even though Nick, you argue that there's not really like a plot kind of in a sense. Like I guess the plot is uh Leonardo's character is like washed up um Western actor, like that was weak. And so maybe that's why the movie didn't go where it could have gone if there was a stronger like main story. Yeah. I guess I guess like for um, in that sense, like all of the uh, the characters are kind of equal in terms of how much the audience would invest in them. So, which is why at the beginning I was saying that like it's a it's a movie of that where a lot of things happen, but then nothing really. Like, mm-hmm. Because if you kind of level yeah. it out, it's just like eh, because you you like you you guys both were saying it's like what do I care about this movie? What do I care about these characters? Um, so I can I, I can I can sort of see like where you guys are coming from for in terms of that aspect it's yeah. it when you compare them to like tarantino classics i'm talking and i'll include inglorious bastards in this uh reservoir dog reservoir dogs Ooh, that was a good one. kill bill one pulp fiction like django like all those are classics of his the biggest commonality they have is apart from making inglorious bastard is he doesn't really and again, from from a from a neutral perspective, I don't do deep dives and stuff into the movies. I kind of come from it of, I don't love it, I don't hate it. I'm just here to watch some dope movie. And it doesn't come. It, it, it's nothing. Though all the other movies apart from Django didn't really have some. Oh, it it had some loose kind of connection with history or whatever it is, right? And he gives such cool characters that you actually give a shit about. Like, you think, again, you think about Reservoir Dogs. They had the names of, like, I don't know. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. They Their names were just so cool. Like, Mr. White, Mr. Brown, Mr. Or Like, you, you know what I mean? You, you're you like, oh, that's a cool name. Let, let me see Mr. what they're White. all about. <laughs> Mr. Brown, I haven't seen it, so maybe I don't get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, if you want to, <laughs> instead of watching any of these stupid movies that are here, watch this movie. Like Reservoir Dogs is 100 percent a classic, and I understand it yeah. from that perspective. That's a really cool movie. It's such yeah, a cool yeah. movie. It's such I a cool it. movie. Mr. Brown, Mr. Blonde, Mr. White, Mr. Orange, Mr. Pink. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you use Mr. White and Mr. Brown, which could actually. Oh, be the awesome. colors of. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yellow, Mr. Mr. Orange. That's cool. Yeah. So. All the colors. That's cool. I like that. All these have all these movies have characters like Pulp Fiction. Did you still see memes about this fucking movie? Like, oh, it's, it's, it's funny actually uh, with uh, about why. about uh, Pulp Fiction. They actually um, this is uh, in uh, one of the Captain American movies at the end. 
with uh, with Sam Jackson. They actually use a quote from that. Yeah. On, on uh, Sam uh, Sam Jackson's tombstone, and it's something about like something about the righteous righteous man or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I remember I remember watching that in the theater. I was just like, this is crazy. I was like, what are the chances? Like it, this guy actually gets a shout out through this kind of thing. That's a different movie. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And 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 Inglorious Batches. I mean, he has probably my favorite like actor in it. Um, with with how Christopher Waltz kind of plays that. Character. Oh, I like him a lot. He's 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 dope, and he you make, and that character makes you kind of care about that. Yeah, movie. This, that character is one of my favorite characters, like all, of all times on TV. Yeah. On, on, uh, on movies, yeah. And Django, like uh, with uh, Christopher Waltz again, and then with uh, uh, Jamie Fox. Like everyone, you care about those guys. I don't give a fuck about any of these idiots on this movie. That's true. That's a good point. You really didn't feel very connected to the characters and. Movie. Yeah. Well, shit. Uh, I want. I went deep into this rant. I can't believe I actually did, but yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you, I, you needed to get this out, so. <laughs> I I just feel bad for any like, again. I think I'm. I've. I need to get off Twitter, but like with finance and everything with stocks, it's one of the best sources. But I follow a bunch of other and the way Twitter goes. Anybody who likes some other stuff, it's there. And then I see Bill Simmons. I, don't, I need to unfollow that idiot. Like, I shouldn't say idiot, but like, his, his he's actually probably really smart, but he just gets away with his stupid takes too much. And then you see him saying, um, well, um, "Once upon a Joker, how is it even considered? Once upon a time is way better." Like, oh, that's even... duh. oh, he's trying to stir the. Pot. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He always stirs the pot. Like, with oh, I don't like that. It's annoying. It's hundred percent true. I'm just saying it from. I, I think from a perspective of anybody who's not maybe who actually doesn't who actually thinks he's being serious in a lot of these, and people the, do think he's being serious. And it just creates like this annoying, annoying kind of a platform. Yeah. Because. Nuance and, and that kind of satire is not something you can do, in, uh, unfortunately, in 2020 anywhere. And, and then people are just getting pissed off, and it just sucks. Yeah, you got to leave Twitter, or leave that side of Twitter. <laughs> but Twitter is great, that, and that's the other problem about it. I, 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 I missed, like, 2011, 2010 Twitter. Everyone's just that's joking. True. Everyone knew. It was, it was a wild. It was, like, the yeah, wild west. Was, I was on Twitter at that time, or around when it first. I don't remember when it first started, but right when it started in 2011, that was the... The good days. Tour was wild during that time. Good, yeah. It was like memes. It was like fun. It was so much fun, clever, and now everything same. Yeah. Generic joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the same memes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, that's it, Nick. You want to say something that you, that you might have missed? That I know you have notes, so in case you want, you want to say something that you may have missed. Oh no, no, no! I, I said everything you need to say for that. Movie. Okay. Or no, in general. Oh, in general. Uh, about these, about these movies, or what are you looking forward to? Oh, what I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there's still like there's still a couple of movies that I uh, I want to watch. Um, what's it called? I think of this list of movies that are considered for best picture, I think the only one that I haven't seen is is Little Women. I think that's the only one. Left. Jojo Rabbit. You haven't seen Jojo Rabbit? No, I have. Oh, you have? Okay. I have, because I, 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 yeah, I saw that like uh, a week and a half ago. Did you like it? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, very, it's very like lighthearted, and um, it was just very enjoyable. I really liked the like the, the the main kid who 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 plays mm. the who's who's there. Um, and then of course, how can you not like Taika? 
he's he's awesome yeah in everything okay yeah. yeah marissa are you anything you want to say about any of these movies or anything that you're going to watch uh yeah all i have to say is parasite uh should win <laughs> <laughs> and you should watch parasite, parasite i will i will i will i will very, very stressful movie. Also violent. There's some violence in there. Listen, violence and stress. I'm mom and their sister. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Tim. Yeah. So, yeah, watch Parasite. Watch Snowpiercer. Have you seen that? What? It's it's obviously not part of you know the, the Oscars, but it's just like the same. It's a movie from the same director. What's it called? Uh, Snowpiercer. But watch Parasite first. <laughs> oh, is that the one in um? Is that the one with um? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same dude. Um, that uh, this movie is so underrated. Um, what else? The host, it's the same guy. And Yo, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Snowpiercer. No. I remember this. Fu- this movie is fucking nuts. It, it is amazing. Um, but no, not all of not all of his movies are in Korean. Oh, this guy made Okja. I remember yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okja, yeah, Okja was so good. I haven't seen. It, I've heard about it. That's a. My parents are actually watching it right now. Oh, really? Are they crying? Yeah. It's very sad. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I. I don't know. I mean, I'm just doing a podcast right now, so they might be like sobbing. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's quite sad. Very, very sad. Oh shit! This guy made Snowpiercer. Yo, this yeah. movie. Mercy, have you seen it? Oh no. Um, have not seen it. I've heard of it though. I've heard of it. All right. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. This movie will like. There's a sequence in here that gets fucking like. It's fucked up. Uh, I'll watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, you, you'll you'll see it. Uh, in, in, interesting, in, interesting fun fact about Parasite and uh, and Snowpiercer. They're both like about like you know like the the, the conflict between like classes and shit like that. It's or like it has you know um, like the context of the movie is a it, it is about that, which is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. So is Okja is in like is also in a sense, but more of a. Okja could be considered a children's movie. Like a child could watch it and sure. it would be okay, but also an adult could watch it and and enjoy it as well, which is rare and I think says a lot about the director and the producer. Yeah, oh, makes me want to makes me want to rewatch the host. I think that's also from him. In that way, it's kind of cool that uh, they're doing more international projects in these kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, last year with Roma, Roma, I think that was uh, definitely big strides for. Um, international films being included in the Oscar, but will they win and will they be nominated for anything, anything big like the other big categories like Best Actor, Best Female Actor? I don't know. We'll see. Nope, we'll see. Um, but, sorry, I, yeah, no, I was just, I had a whole thing about if affirmative action and like forced diversity is a good thing in in, in Hollywood, but that can go on for another hour, and I don't think. We have time for that. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say that. Okay, well, maybe by but if the parasite was totally like entirely Korean produced, like there was no, no, no sorry, sorry, I, and I don't mean that specifically because of that movie. I just I'm just talking in general. Yeah. Because every like a lot of any a lot of these things you read like oh we don't and Hollywood because it's annoyingly uh, uh, woke and want to be kind of progressive even though in a lot of ways they're hypocritical in that way and. Um, they're like, oh yeah, is there enough diversity? And yeah, they just throw things out there. That's why they. That's why they made Green Book. They're like, hey, look, we like care about like race and stuff, but like this movie was so shallow and so like uh, palatable for white people to watch because it was like a nice guy who doesn't mean to be racist. Like he's a good guy. He learned it was okay. So that's kind of like okay. That's kind of a thing. And in that way too, like 
I feel like we've gone way too far in a lot of ways. Again, shit, I don't want to be the guy who's, like, defending one or the other. But, like, I feel like a lot of times we... I feel sorry for white people sometimes. Because... Well, I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> shit that they... I understand colonization. Hey, I'm brown. My whole... My whole tree has probably been colonized for hundreds of years. But, like... um, Nowadays, it's just, like... But, like, fuck white people. Like... I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying. I'm just saying in general. No, white people are fine. They don't, I, there's no need to like. They don't need to be felt. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 okay, for, but but from the diversity thing, I I think the whole aspect of forced diversity needs to kind of be limited, though. For yeah, forced for just the sake of it. That's what not what anybody wants. Nobody wants that. Yeah, but so, it's it's happening, um, and and you're seeing it, and and. It fucking sucks. Oh yeah, Hollywood just like they just like they're just on the the trend. They're like we should be more diverse, except for like all of our directors and all the academy. It's like <laughs> white men. It's like okay, and plus this Oscar, there's like no, it's very white, very male. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't that, really. And and that's why I respect the hell out of like um, oh, what's the name? Uh, Keenan Peel. Yeah. 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 What about? Um. Uh, what's in? Uh. Especially with uh, with Jordan Peele, like how what he's done. He said, "You know what? Y'all ain't gonna respect me. Fuck you. I'm just gonna make my own thing. I'm gonna yeah. carve my own well, path." Us, not included. That was. Uh, I didn't see it, but apparently it's an amazing movie. Wait, you haven't seen us? No, I haven't. I just I just haven't seen it. Like I just haven't like gone around to it. Like there's no reason I haven't seen it. Right. Uh, and like cool. same thing. And I'm, I'm sh- again. I don't want to diminish what other historic black um, figures have done. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying we're in a position now, again, the whole curation of your own content. If you are somebody who's creative and and are able to kind of push through it and figure out your thing, just hustle out there and you can, you can fucking do it, man. Like there's enough venues that are free and you can do the freemium content through YouTube or whatever and you can figure it out and 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 get there and and you have that opportunity now and it's just I wish and you think that a place like Netflix a place like uh, and the successful in terms of how it's been able to push a lot of boundaries um say whatever about their business model and everything, but like in terms of how they've been able to push boundaries and, 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 you know, force the aspect of consuming all these things in a very niche thing, you have that opportunity to succeed in, in, in that way. And I think creative people now, at least the non-creative people should understand that we let the creators create and kind of just help them in, in ways to push their ideas forward because that's what makes these movies cool, man. Like, and that's why I feel like, and that's why I really didn't like, didn't like Once Upon a Time. Sorry, getting back to it. It's just I feel like yeah. he did, he wasn't able to be as creative as he's supposed to be. Yeah, you get a movie like Once Upon a Time in here that was just thrown in here for so many reasons that all kind of amount to it's Quentin Tarantino made right. movie. Yeah, of course we're gonna throw it in here, but yeah. there are probably better movies. There were definitely better movies that came out this year that should have been did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah and, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I'll cut the diversity thing because, yeah, I know it's going to take a while. So, thank you, guys. Um, I will... Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I promise we'll get some Irishman stuff in because I want to talk about that movie. I spent over six hours of my life watching it. Yeah, you guys should definitely talk about that movie. I feel like you will enjoy that. <laughs> and, and you should have a listen to it. I mean, have a watch of it as well. Um, 
maybe you yes. like it as well. All right, guys, have a have a great rest, have a great weekend, and uh, thank, thank you. Yeah, you too. You and, too. Thank you, and uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, hopefully, you enjoyed some of this content because I actually, you know what, I'll, I was surprised. I didn't think I'd have enough to speak about it, but hey, this monkey brain kind of can come up with whatever. So. <laughs> No, it's right. good. I'm, I'm good content. Have to say. All right, guys, and um, yeah, we'll do the dark night thing too. Don't worry. All right, cool. All right, see you guys. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.